Welcome to Two and a Half Americans, where we give you the latest news from a center-right to right-wing perspective from two sides of the pond. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, we include, yes. we include myself and Pardes Sella, the two Americans. And we have Henry Haskins, the he is the yeah. half American from the other side of the channel. Yes. Get it, channel? Ah, uh, that's a real funny joke. AIDS. Well, speaking of AIDS, I don't know if you guys have been listening to the confirmation hearings, but... <sighs> Democrats. I, I'm actually very curious to see what's going on on the other side of the pond. So you only get CNN, right? Is that the only American network you have access to? So I have a VPN, so I can just use whatever I want to use. Uh, the only one we really have over here is CNN, so that's the perspective we get it from. Um, oh. Sky has aired it, but I don't have Sky. And BBC just do a live coverage of it, but not a video of it. I mean, it's been pretty negative coverage over here for the judge. Um, Amy Cody Barrett. Um, yeah, it's it's leftist really over here. So right. Good. Coverage, but does it make you like? Does it make you like her less? If anything, uh, it, like it, it, it it's it's trying to disavow her in some sense. It, it it's trying to say, oh look at all these things she's done wrong. Whereas if you actually watch it, you can see it's just the Democrats insulting her religion. Yeah, and it's like I mean we're all pretty non-religious here right i think that's safe to say uh, yeah 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 but it is a massive turnoff to see just like that seemed to be the only arrow in their quiver yeah because she's likable as a person she's got she's pretty educated she's well educated Her she's well qualified for the job like very well qualified and i'm actually really excited she's the first non-ivy league justice that we've had in decades like almost 30 years since we've had a justice who wasn't from Harvard or Yale. But also, um, what was this thing about the Ginsburg thing, Biden, uh, Biden and Ginsburg? Wasn't there something ironic going on there that Biden said that he couldn't talk about a person's character when he was talking about I, Ginsburg? I think that what was going on was when Ginsburg was getting confirmed, so Biden's been in American politics for decades, obviously. Yeah, like 60 years, isn't it? Ridiculous amounts, like yeah. maybe years. And so... He was obviously in the Senate at the time that Ginsburg was confirmed, which was in the early 90s. And there was basically, they called it the Biden rule. And he said, okay, we can't ask just uh, judges who are being put up to the Supreme Court how they're going to rule on certain cases. And so it was his rule. And he was like, yeah, we'll call it the Biden rule. I'm not going to ask questions about how you would decide certain cases. And And yet his Democrats are doing exactly the same thing that he tried to prevent, which is ironic. Yeah, it's ridiculous, especially Kamala Harris, who has been really... Incredibly unlikable. She's so condescending. I just, I I hate her, like, just the way she looks down her nose at ordinary people. Like, it's very similar to, like, the Ramoners in the UK, the way that, like, the sniveling, like, bureaucrat types will like talk about Brexit as if, you know, the blue collar people that voted for it are just stupid and uneducated and hate this country and we can't wait for you guys to die. Illiterate, yeah. hickey, hick, you know, hillbilly yeah. kooks. 
Yeah, I don't know if the religious thing gets thrown around in Britain, but I mean, they, they were talking about how they are insulting her Catholicism. Is that what you say? Is, is that the term for it? Catholicism? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think that's okay. Like, you literally have freedom of religion over there. You can be whatever religion you want. So, should they really be insulting that? Not only that, it's literally in the Constitution, and this is something that like Republican senators were bringing up, it's in the constitution that you can't have a religious test for public office in the United States. Yeah. And they're arguing basically that by asking all these questions about her religion, that's effectively like a religious test. And I think that has some merit to it. I think they, they've been harping on that pretty hard because it, it does play well with their base. Um, yeah, of course, of course it is. Yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting to see because I think there were a lot of Republicans who were kind of thinking about sitting this one out. Same as in 2016. A lot of people think that Trump got put over the top in 2016 in part by Republican conservative Christians who didn't want Scalia's seat to be filled by Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And I think a very similar thing is going to happen here where it's basically proving to those evangelicals like, look, love me or hate me you might hate me as a person but like look at my results you yeah, know? yeah you don't want you don't want a biden approved judge it, like yeah and not only that but he's talking about adding the, to the number of seats on the court he wants to make washington dc a state he wants to make puerto rico a state like they've openly talked about this as a way to increase the democrats ability to just control everything and what this really comes down to is, you know, the way that this is covered in the media, and I'm sure, especially on, in Brit British media, is there's already like a five to four conservative majority on the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. And that's not true, really, in any meaningful sense. No, like, because the judges aren't going to vote their party, essential party lines every single time there's a vote on something important. Well, the Democrats will. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Democrats will, yeah. Yeah, the Republican judges, they believe in what's called originalism, where you just vote based on the Constitution or what the law says, right? Whereas the Democrats are like, well, no, I'm just going to vote however my policy preferences would dictate. So you have a lot of Republican judges who are also really wishy-washy in their commitment to that principle of like faithfully applying the text of the Constitution and so like john roberts the chief justice he he voted to uphold obamacare when it's clearly unconstitutional he's voted with the democrats a ton of times so like when it comes down to it a lot of republican judges are disappointments kavanaugh was a disappointment they're always they're always trying to like sh prove themselves right about how they're so not biased to their own beliefs that they they like it's almost like they vote they they they'll act according to their beliefs but the opposite like yeah if that makes sense yeah like I, I don't want this controversial decision to look like it was a partisan vote yeah that's the the argument that john roberts makes for the obamacare case i mean right now i think it's a race for trump to get um amy coney barrett approved right it, it's a race for the republican senate and trump to get the judge approved before biden gets if he wins, uh, he gets into power. I think that's going to largely go right through, though. I, I don't see it really 
being an issue. She she's got the votes. Well, yeah, uh, of course. Like Romney said, he'd support it. So they have the they have the Senate. They do. Yeah, and I mean, two Republican senators defected. We'll see what happens with those two. Um, the one was from Maine, and she's her name is Susan Collins. She's in a tough re-election fight right now, and I think she did that because she thinks you know Maine is a Democrat state. Yeah, and she's been a moderate Republican, but I think what might happen is it's backfire, and she's not going to get the Republicans to show up and vote for her because yeah. like this is one of the most important things for Republican voters. I I mean we'll see what happens. She's been kind of iffy about you know like if you look at the polls they don't look very good for her um but yeah like you said i mean i think the other one is from alaska murkowski she's she's another one that you know but i mean uh, like uh, there's gonna be tough election fights however you do it right i mean and the thing is this is just too big an opportunity to pass up like if you look at the senate election map i think this might actually help Trump. Now, I don't know if he's going to win. The polls don't look great for him personally, but I would argue that the Senate's even more important than getting Trump reelected. If you're a Republican voter, like this is an argument Ben Shapiro was making, because if, if Trump doesn't win the Senate, or keep the Senate, but he gets reelected, he can't get anything done. Yeah. He can't now as it is, but at least if he gets the Senate, he can get his cabinet through and he can get his uh judges approved he's not going to get either of those things if he's not re-elected with a republican senate mm. uh, and, uh, yeah it's, it's going to be interesting because i, th- I think this is going to decide a lot over the next few years of course because it it is a lifetime position so yeah, it, yeah. It, it's good it's going to be uh, interesting either way you cut it no absolutely Absolutely. Like, and I think, I mean, she's 48. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I I think she's going to, if she's confirmed, she's 48 years old now. I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was 87 when she died. So if she lives to be as old as Ginsburg, she could be on the court for 40 years. Yeah. Like, this is one of the most important decisions Trump has made. Um, if you look at the other two judges he's appointed, uh, Gorsuch is, I think, 53, and Kavanaugh is 55. Yeah. So both of them could be on the court easily for 30 years. So but also, also, I mean, like, that they could also um, leave the court and go do something else if they wanted to, but, yeah. They could, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, now, if Trump gets reelected, there's going to be, I think, people are going to kind of look at Alito and Thomas, who are both in their 70s, and they're both Republican justices, and they're, they're probably going to push them to step down so that Trump can pick somebody younger to fill their spot. I mean, I don't know what I would do in their position, but yeah, it, there's this whole calculus. And the way that the media talks about it in the United States is like, oh, like, this is one of the problems with lifetime appointments. It's like, they had no problem with it when they were winning right? This is the first time that the conservatives have had like a firm majority on the court in arguably like over 80 years. Like it's been probably 80 years since there's been a firm conservative majority on the court that was actually willing to undo 
bad laws passed by the Democrats. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if this court with ACB on it would be willing to do that, willing to get rid of minimum wage laws and affirmative action and all this other stuff that they're saying that she's going to get rid of. Yeah. Um, Obamacare, I mean... Uh, a, that, oh, yeah, I mean... Either way, it's probably going to get eliminated anyway. I think I think the Republicans are going to um, vote for it, that it is unconstitutional, and then it will be banned, which I think will be a failure if Biden wins of the Biden administration. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing is, like, if Biden wins with the Democratic Senate, he has nothing to stop him from passing whatever the fuck he wants, which no. is really scary. Like, that's how we got Obamacare in the first place, was... There was a fully Democrat Congress and a very liberal president. Biden himself is not very liberal, but he wants to do whatever is going to make him popular with the Democrats. So, so talking about making him popular, shall we move on to the election? Because yeah, that, that's very soon. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's in... It's I mean, 18 I mean, days, isn't it? It's 18 you know, days. Yeah. 18 days and people have already started voting. I mean, um, what, what, are, what are we thinking? I mean, Pardes, you, you want to get on to this? Um, what do I think? So who do I think is going to win? I, I mean, either way, it's going to be a close cut. It's not going to be a landslide for either, either party. Yeah, I mean, I might have... So I might be slightly different than Rick in, in the sense that I... I would be surprised if Biden won. I think Trump will win. Like, I feel like this is 2016, but even more enthusiastic for Trump because Hillary at least had people who worshipped her. Yeah, I mean, she she had a she had a dedicated fan base. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Biden does. At least with women. More than... Yeah, more that's than what I'm on about. And even with, with Biden, even, even like Democrat females don't like Biden. Like yeah. a lot of them that I know. Even Steph doesn't like but, I mean, I don't know. I, she might have changed her stance, so I can't say. But um, like even the people that I know that tend to be very loud feminists are like, oh no, I, you know, I, or if they're voting for Biden, they're holding their noses because it's, so it's, it's not the same as 2016. Yeah. Where, like, that's why I don't think, I don't even think it's going to be a close call. I think it's going to be like, even, uh, even more. I, I think it's going to all come down to Pennsylvania. I think last election, it came, it all came down to Florida. I think this election, it's all going to come down to Pennsylvania. I, I think, think if Trump wins Pennsylvania, I think he'll win the election. I think that's going to, I think that's right. I think it's possible that they win, that he wins, say, Wisconsin and Minnesota as well. But that's like in a really, really good night for Trump. I mean, if, if Pennsylvania falls, I think one other Midwest state will fall because for something to happen to make Pennsylvania fall, I think that's got to make other states fall. So say if a vaccine is developed, a miracle vaccine is developed within the next few days and it's approved by Dr. Fauci 
and all the other CDC and um, healthcare professionals in your country. I, I, I think that could provide Trump a massive boost. It could. Um, the one thing is that I think it's it's weird because there is a problem and the media does admit this with the polling. Now, this is something that happened in 2016 where, you know, the polls were not accurate. I mean, when you look at polls now, uh, something like 70% of Trump supporters say that they feel uncomfortable identifying as a Trump supporter with friends and family or with, uh, you know, at work or at school. So yeah. that indicates kind of like the shy Tory effect. There's like a shy Trump voter effect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we know, polls lean Democrat. Like, I mean, we know last time Hillary Clinton, we, we know, we know what happened. It, it was a shock. Like over the pond here, I remember I woke up to find Donald Trump was president. And back then I wasn't very conservative. So I was shocked um, because I'd heard that Clinton was going to win. She was ahead in all the major states. She was ahead in the popular polls. And then I wake up to a Trump win. And I was like, oh, didn't expect that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't fully expecting it in the sense that <laughs> originally I was thinking he was going to win. And I let some of my friends talk me out of that notion. But then on election night, we saw the results, the early results for Virginia were like really close. And the thought was Virginia was going to be a safe state for Hillary and yeah. she was going to have the whole thing locked up and they call it for her right away. And my friend and I looked at each other and we knew like, okay, this is going to be a long night. And it turned out like state after state after state, they were calling for Trump like on election night, which was kind of mad. Like, I, I think um, the biggest surprise of the night was that he locked up some of those Midwestern states, Michigan and Wisconsin, which hadn't voted Republican for like 30 years. Yeah, because I, I remember for some reason I woke up at about 6 a.m. and I immediately went on to BBC and I opened up because they were actually doing a live broadcast um, because, I mean, it was a very important election. I opened it up and I saw that Trump was about to reach 270. I think he was at 268, I think. Is is that? Can someone fact check me on that? Did he reach two sixty eight before he reached two seventy? Uh, let me take a look. Yeah. So I think what happened was, uh, they called they called Florida. Uh before they called let's see yeah i think i think that something like that it was like right yeah short of it yeah because i remember turning it on and then a, a minute later they just cut to yeah there's no path to victory for hillary clinton uh yeah it's just crazy i i couldn't wait I, to be honest it's nuts like i remember um they were saying it was like 98 percent chance that hillary was gonna win and look, look, look what it is now. I mean, <laughs> look, look what we have now. We have a huge chance that Biden's going to win. The, the, question, the question I'd like to ask you guys, because you're across the pond, you, you guys know what it is. What would you say, is it going to be a repeat? Like, 
we have some friends that think it's going to be even more of a surprise than last time. What do you think? Do you think he's going to win by an even bigger amount than last time and just totally destroy the polls and show that it's all bullshit? Yes. Like, because the thing is, the, the, this is the one thing that's been up for debate in the media is that, like, okay, yes, the polls were wrong last time, but, like, this time they show Biden up even more than they showed Hillary up at this time. But, I th like, I've seen that the polls have been narrowing lately. So, to me, that indicates, like, the media is, like, kind of backpedaling. They were, the, they were oversampling Democrats. And if you look at these polls, they're oversampling Democrats still. Like, in a state where, say, there's 45% Republican, 45% Democrat, 10% Independent, they're sampling, like, 48% Democrat, 35% Republican, and the rest Independent. Yeah, and they're oversampling like college-educated, like minorities, women, like they're. It backfires on them. They're kind. They're a bunch of condescending cunts, and it's backfire. It's backfiring on them. No, like, oh, they go on, go on, go on. They, they they focus on this like tiny group of people in these, you know, in universities or like in in like corporate workforce, like people who are obviously going to think the same way and have the same sort of like political preferences. I mean, you, you can't have, you can't be too edgy in this, in that world in general. So like, but those aren't the only people who are going to be voting. And actually now, like I've noticed, and I'm just saying this as someone who doesn't know a lot, but just being out in the world and, uh all the people and and my family isn't has never been so political my friends i mean like the religious community in general isn't really involved in politics the one that i came from and everybody that i talk to is so political now and they're so hardcore for trump and they're and they're going to vote like the people i'm talking to they're like no no, no we have to get out there and vote like I think that, and I'm sure there's still- Some of them for the first time ever, even yeah. when they're like 40 years yeah. old. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure there's still going to be a lot of people who aren't voting, but I think it's, de they're definitely way more awake than they were in 2016. Yeah. Definitely. Now, just as a final topic, um, what, like, I mean, the polls in Florida- show what it's a, it's a two-point margin of error and they show trump i think 48 to 52 i think i think that was the last one i saw on fox let me take a look right now so i haven't checked in in a couple of days but the last i saw it's a dead heat so the one i'm looking at um 49 47 biden versus trump then there's another one 49 49 Another one, fifty forty-eight. Um, I mean, either way, that's in a two or three-point margin of error. Yes. Uh, so, Emerson College has yeah. one two days ago. Biden two points ahead with a, you know, again like three or four-point margin of error. So there's no way it's so near. It is going to come down to Pennsylvania and Florida. I think that Florida has been trending Republican. Well, no, I because I, I think ever since it's been going on a downward slope and now it's going back up on an upward slope. I, I think that's going to turn Republican by election day. I think so, too. And I think <laughs> if you look at, like, the history of Florida, like, elections, 
there's been a very like democratic uh, operatives, democratic politicians will tell you for the past 10 to 15 years in Florida, they've shit the bed a lot. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, completely. Could have won. They had elections where they were polling way ahead in October or September or August. And then by election night, their lead had evaporated and the Republican barely squeaks through. That's what happened to Hillary in 2016. It's what happened to the Republican. Hil- Hil- I'm just going to say, even though this is an unpopular opinion, Hillary yeah. should have won Florida. And like she had every single opportunity. She had all the chances. She and she, for- she didn't win California. She didn't win Florida. Uh, yeah. That, that that I think that I think that screwed her up. I think that lost her the election. Yeah, I think I think she took it for granted that she was going to win, and she spent time in states where there was no need for her to win. Like states. she went to California quite a few times, didn't she? Like she didn't need to go to California. I think she did that to raise money. Yeah, I mean her campaign was nowhere near as rich as the Trump campaign. Yeah, although she did she did spend about twice as much money on yes. ads. But Trump didn't need the ads because yeah. he was getting the media attention himself. Yeah. So our, our, our analysis on this podcast, on the first episode, there's going to be more. Um, of course, as, as it's changing, something could happen. You know, Trump could die. Biden could die. You never know. Um, right oh. now, we're saying it's going to be down to the wire, Pennsylvania and Florida. Although I think it's possible that he locks this up on election night and the news is just full of shit. Yeah, but also there's going to be a lot of mail-in votes. So, I mean, we, we could have a we could have a scenario where we don't know the result for uh, a few days. It's possible. It, it could be a few days. I don't think you're going to get it for... I was originally for a month, but, like, there's... Most of these states with early voting, the mail-in votes are already being counted. In yeah, past. yeah. And overwhelmingly those votes are democrats yeah of course because trump's telling all of his supporters to go out and vote because i think he knows that the usps and the voting system by post is not as it, it's not going to be as do i say accurate do, do i say that can i, can I, I say accurate the, i think that would be a nice way of putting it because yeah. there have a lot of stories about ballots winding up in dumpsters and stuff and multiple ballots being sent to one person yeah yeah like it i mean the u.s postal service is shoddy to begin with and then you add on top of that the fact that like this electoral stuff is involved and most of the postmen in the u.s are democrats well yeah of course they're unionists aren't they exactly exactly so it's it's a bit of a conflict of interests. People will jump down your throats for saying this, but like, I think it's a fair point to make. It's a valid criticism mm-hmm. of the way that they're doing this. So, so yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's episode one done. It's 10 PM here. I got to oh, yeah, yeah. do some stuff. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been episode one. Yay. Thank you for having us. This is so cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this. Um, Yes. So until until next time, we'll talk. When will we do it? Three days? Five days? That sounds good. Three days. Three days. Is, uh, three, days. Yeah. Uh, three days is Saturday. Yeah, that works. Yep. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on Saturday or Sunday, whenever this comes out. I have no idea, but yeah. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Peace.